0: going on it's monday march 15th and welcome to episode 14 of the chasing points podcast your weekly honest dive into the world of sports i'm sam i'm brandon hi brandon What's hi up, sam. man
1: uh you know the sky the roof um the lights some old thing um nothing sam i'm i'm you know i'm just chilling how about yourself
0: <laughs> hey i'm here gonna talk about some sports with my good bud I thought we were gonna can talk good, about the I thought we were gonna talk about the
1: garbage man but I mean sure we can talk about sports
0: sports I guess anything going on uh do this a lot anything going on
1: well I actually uh <laughs> I was outside today in this whirlwind of uh weather that is created in circulates New York because all of a sudden it was sunny not too bad of, of weather and then all of a sudden it started snowing and wind started picking up and I thought I was going to die because I heard my friend's tree crack or creaking and I just didn't know if it was going to fall so that's that
0: I guess. Yeah man I was driving on the highway and the wind was legit today it was like just swerving cars all over the place. I don't
1: understand what's it's going wild. on but it is what it is.
0: <laughs> well now that we've lost our audience... <laughs> tonight they're going to uh they're back we're going to uh recap a uh wild nfl franchise tag deadline look ahead at free agency which starts tuesday tamp legal tampering which is we'll get into i don't whatever uh that begins tomorrow and uh also a couple hours ago the the tourney the ncaa tourney brackets were uh created and released so we'll get into that as well
1: yes i i am all aboard as i said to you before i'm i'm your robin this episode so go ahead batman take us. so
0: so we have to start with some some breaking news to the pod and we've already done this and now we'll just put a bow on it but uh the drew Brees era in the nfl is over and if you know me or have listened to the show you know drew Brees one of my favorite football players ever and uh just athletes ever and now he's he's retiring after 20 years in the league and retiring 15 years to the day that he signed with new Orleans. That's pretty cool. Um, so the super bowl MVP hanging up his cleats and he's going to go to Canton and whatever the timeline is five years. I think it is. I don't know. Is that just baseball? I have no idea, but uh was no sure to be a future hall of famer. So, uh, thoughts on the, uh, retirement, anything. We
1: knew this was all? coming yeah it, this is it. this is it's it's kind of like okay now people are giving him his flowers i get it cool this is what you're supposed to do but we knew this was coming this this the writing was on the wall people were trying to make speculation when he was he was out there just working and putting in work. like he's an athlete he's gonna always work out like he's a body a body that's emotion stays emotion. um as cliche as that term is it's really true um so it 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 didn't surprise you seeing him work out it didn't surprise me hearing him retire um i thought the 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 highlight of his retirement for me was the atlanta falcons uh video of saying thank you but you will not be missed um <laughs> so i thought that was extremely entertaining um so yeah just I mean, picked on the Falcons for 15 years, just beat them up. So pretty much, I mean, in the one year no that he didn't pick there. on the Falcons, uh, the Falcons picked on themselves and then Tom
0: Brady just took it from there. But that's a whole other thing. That's yeah. another, another story, but you know, uh, you look at this guy where his career was almost over uh, leaving San Diego with a really bad shoulder injury. And, you know, he, he found, uh, you know, after Miami did not sign him and, and coach Nick Saban passed on him or, didn't pass on him but the, I guess the the physicians passed on him uh you know didn't end up in Miami and ended up in New Orleans and had some some trying early years there but ended up winning the Super Bowl you can make the argument that they probably should have won a couple more but I don't think any of that was really on the play of drew Brees just some wacky calls some poor defense at times and uh and whatnot so certainly a guy who has just you know, captivated his area and and lives and breathes new orleans and means you know they're they're mutually exclusive right drew Brees in new orleans at this point so certainly will be missed what i'm uh you know we've already i've already said drew goodbye to drew Brees on podcast a while ago so i won't do that now but uh i'm more interested brandon and what's the future of the quarterback position in new orleans is it Taysom Hill? Is it, Jameis?
1: It, if
0: if I'm a betting
1: man, which I am, I'd say Jameis. Um, <laughs> because Taysom... is currently a free agent. Correct. Taysom is... I mean, he, he played his role as a gadget quarterback, and that's all I see him really being. I know they've always said that they would give him his chance, but being that you had Jameis there, and Drew essentially was just like kind of saying to him and you can see it in in that last game that basically this is this is yours now like this is this is for you because Jameis has he has the arm strength he has the capability of doing it in, in the same year that he threw all those touchdowns he threw so many interceptions but that's something that is in my opinion uh correctable uh Taysom is a wildcat uh guy I don't I don't think anybody really believes in his arm, so that would kind of put him in a, this is going to hurt me to say, uh, a Cam Newton type situation is that people don't trust Cam's arm, they're not going to trust Taysom's arm, and they're just going to say, okay, we're going to play press, now beat us with your arm, because we're just going to blitz, and because we know you're going to run, so I, I don't, I don't know how Taysom feels about that. I don't, I also don't know when his contract is up, uh, but I do not think he's the guy. I also think that they could also be looking in the draft to, to try to work and do something and work their way up, but they have a phenomenal coach and Sean Payton. So with that aspect, they'll still be a viable team, but I, it's, it's a mystery. What what do you think is uh what would be your guest in this situation?
0: I would, I would hope it would be Jameis or, you know, if they, maybe it's Jameis and, as a bridge and they almost, you know, they draft someone, they pick pretty late in the first round. I don't know how they're going to maneuver moving up. There's not a ton of assets there. There was Russell Wilson talk that we've, we've spoken about. I, I don't think they have the assets to go get Russell Wilson either. Uh, interesting thing about Taysom Adam Schefter from ESPN reported that that Taysom signed a four year, $160 million extension And all the years are voidable. He I think he only has one year left on his deal. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah, yeah, you heard me right. Four (laughs) years, 160 million. (laughs) But here's why. I guess it's all just fancy like cap maneuvering, and Taysom Hill is not going to be paid what Russell Wilson got paid. It's just it's a way to finagle the cap and and to make more money. And if Drew Brees officially retires after June one. His cap hit is only Drew's cap hit's only eleven million and not twenty two, so again another way that they can create cap space to maybe sign a free agent or you know get Russ or or someone else in Nola, um, so yeah. But T- Taysom Hill, I guess all those years are avoidable. It's just laughable at this point, you know. It, Sean Payton's enamored with this guy. He gave him the opportunity to start. James didn't get any play when Drew broke all those ribs earlier in the year. So, you know, maybe, maybe it was like, Hey man, we gave you your shot. Um, it was kind of telling that they took drew breeze out of the, that playoff game against the Bucks, So he could throw down. And so James could throw down the field and throw that touchdown. So we'll, we'll see there. I, uh, I, my money would be on, on James and and some combination of a rookie quarterback.
1: I think they can get, I think they'll get a quarterback in the draft um to have them learn i i know ideally what it would have been is to had somebody learn under drew and Taysom was the guy essentially that learned under drew but i don't i don't think that i mean you you're the guy that signs a four year contract and all four years are voidable i think that says that you're not the guy <laughs> um yeah. so yeah i don't i don't see that working out for him but i i also could see uh James's draft counterpart uh coming and being there too uh because he's been a talk of a backup for a viable backup for a lot of people uh being seeing what the Raiders are going to do with him I think he's not I think he's a free agent anyway so um that'll be pretty interesting to see where he goes but yeah I, I I for one could give two shits what happens to the Saints uh, because they are in my team's <laughs> division and uh, in- NFC to be exact. So I hope they don't have a quarterback and
0: yeah. You, you just want Taysom Hill to run it out there for 16 games. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Go ahead, Taysom. Just run it, run it, bro. Just, just do that. Well, don't throw it. <laughs> we'll see. You know, so we have to, uh, certainly we've been unpacking the quarterback position in the last few episodes and we'll continue to do so. And there's going to be a lot of movement, especially with free agency coming up in the uh great transition here brandon look what you did uh the tag deadline was this past week and our national nightmare is now over for after two years we can finally say Dak prescott is signed with the cowboys and we can all just stop talking about it uh
1: they will not stop talking about it because now the the Now the narrative is, oh, he signed. Well, what do they do next? Because now now I went from talking about Dak's, Dak and him getting all this money, and it's like, should he have gotten paid this much? And now it's, will Zeke really be on the team? Is there writing on the wall for Zeke now? Or is the writing on the wall for Amari Cooper? So now I'm hearing that, and it's just like, y'all just can't keep the Cowboys out of your damn mouth, can you? A team that every year is, quote, unquote, Super Bowl, a Super Bowl contender, but every year doesn't make it. And I'm sorry. Yes, because I'm an Eagles fan, you're going to think that it's slander. I'm just being genuine and being truthful about it. It's Cowboys have talent. I remember the year that they had the best offensive line in football and they still didn't make it to the Super Bowl. So they're relevant because they're quote unquote America's team, which the whole story behind that is BS. But in reality, I think this is the best signing that the Cowboys made which was bringing him. They should have, like you said, they should have signed him two years ago. They should have signed him before they signed Zeke. They should have gave him the contract yeah. first, but they didn't. And Jared was stupid and he still had to call up the money anyway. So now what, what do the Cowboys do next? Because just because Dak is back, that doesn't solve the, all the problems. Yes. Now you have your quarterback for the future, but what is the next step to get over the hump? Because you bring in a new coach, you still suck. <laughs> you you before Dak goes down you guys are putting up i think at that point in time was like the most points offensively out of any team dak was like the highest fantasy quarterback too they're every week they're contending and they were still losing so i don't know what they do as a team to get better i know where their holes are um in that team but i i just i'm really curious to see what the cowboys do next especially because they are literally in my team's division
0: yeah, it's, uh, you know, he signs a four year $160 million contract 126 million of that is guaranteed $66 million signing bonus off the bat. So if you, you add, you put it all together with what he was going to get with the tag this year, he's going to make $75 million this year. And that really, and that's the going market for quarterback right now, especially quarterback of his talent. You could, you could say he's maybe a top eight quarterback in this league. I i we could run that through that another day. It's not really important. Um I think we'd both agree that he's super talented and worth that. I put on here who won this trade or uh signing. And it's clearly Dak and Jerry Jones just lost this years ago. I remember when Carson Wentz got paid and then uh it was like Dak wanted what Carson got and they were in the same draft. And jerry was like no and that was what 35 million yep. and and you know and now two years later the back and forth a brutal injury by dak and still even after that he comes out on top and just really jerry overpaid in that sense for him and I've,
1: i think jerry because they were enamored
0: with with uh, zeke
1: well i also think jerry realized that without dak we did
0: nothing Right,
1: We had Andy Dalton as our hope. And then I forgot the other young man that played against the Eagles that came in. Uh, But that Andy Dalton and a backup quarterback is not going to do it for you. Right. They, in, in all honesty, with that division being so terrible, the Cowboys should have won that division. And they still almost won that division last year too. They should have won the division with the talent that they still had on their team. Like without Rick, Andy Dalton is a viable backup quarterback, so they should have still won the division, but they didn't. They didn't because they ran into Washington and also the Eagles did what they did. The, the, screw, <laughs> the, the Philly screw drop is what I'll call it. Uh, that didn't get the giants into the playoffs and got Washington in instead and so on and so forth. Right. So I, I just think it, it's just really interesting to see what they are going to do. I also think one of the losers in this situation was me uh, because I have to see deck. Um, and also because I thought there was gonna be a sign and trade and have him go to Seattle and Seattle and then the Cowboys get uh Russell, but I'm very happy that the Cowboys did not get Russell because
0: I much rather see Dak than Russell. So, so yeah. my my problem with this or with the Cowboys, I mean, even when Dak was healthy last year, they were losing these games and Dak was on pace to throw like six thousand yards or something ridiculous like that and what has gone you know what they've strayed away from is their defense and paying these guys byron jones Mm -hmm. and and keeping and keeping other talent not drafting defensive players and you're seeing them lose these shootouts and then you know when dak has gone and andy dalton or who you know those rookies come in and yeah i forget their names too um it was just, it was a mess. And that offensive line was hurt last year. And Zach Martin and, uh, uh, Tyron Smith are getting older and they lost Frederick their center. Right. So it's just, it's not the same cowboy team from a couple years ago. And now you you've overpaid Zeke, who just does not look as dynamic as he did at Ohio state or the first few years in the league Mm -hmm. and, uh, Amari Cooper. And, you know, you're probably going to have to cut one of those guys. And it'll be Amari first. You think so? Yes. Just because of the relationship, just Just because of the relationship with Zeke? No, No, it's because they have Lamb. Yeah. Yeah, It's because they
1: have uh, Gallup. And and those are two. Gallup has proven how dynamic of a wide receiver he is. And Lamb, just being a rookie, show that he's great he was great in college he's, yeah. he was great in the nfl so amari's the most expendable piece but you don't get rid of even if zeke is uh not what zeke was you still have to think about zeke being in the backfield because at any point in time zeke could still break uh yep. you know and still run people over so you keep yep. him back there but you, if you let somebody walk in that situation and it's between those two bye amari you gotta go
0: yeah, after they gave up a first round pick for him, um, yeah. you know you you want these guys to play better, and maybe year two. That's not a COVID. I you don't. Know. I don't. Okay, I know you don't. <laughs> but let's stop. Let's stop alienating our <laughs> cowboy fans because I know a handful of them listen to this podcast, and now they're gonna you know not listen anymore, and it's gonna be your fault. Good. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. So. There's going to be some moves in Dallas, but uh, at least we don't have to talk about this contract anymore. So I'm going to put a bow on it that way. That works. Cool. Other notable tags. I have a, you know, the I have a list here. Anything pop out to you before I run through it? Uh because you read the notes this week, so
1: I no. I
0: mean, uh-huh. Alan
1: Robinson and, and and Godwin are the only two people I really care about because they're from. Penn state, Penn state, yeah. but, uh, no, they're, they're, it was really interesting to see what they were going to do. Um, and they franchise tagged both of them. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen to them in the future. I definitely don't see them remaining on both of teams uh, that they're on, uh, after this year, but I guess we'll just have to see from that. Um, yeah, outside of that, I, I any of those other like notable ones that you have when they're like Leonard Williams and, and Brandon sheriff is just like, eh, eh. yeah, yeah. Really well, I, like franchise tag to me is just, it's just really, really stupid. It's just, it's like, Hey, we're going to pay you. Oh wait, what the market value is to keep you around for one more year. And it's just like, we're just going to keep you there. And I think that's, I'm happy for the player that you get paid like an extensive amount of money, like the market value or over the market value or whatever the case may be, um, that you get that right but then you don't have anything after that. I'm happy for the player, but as a team like if it was my team that had a franchise tag an actual player, I'm just sitting there just like what are we doing here? Like yeah. are you going to you you think this player is good enough to, to franchise tag him and pay all this extra money but you can't you can't just sign him to a deal like what where where how far apart are you? What what are we talking here? You know what I mean? Like if you you clearly care about him enough to do this. So what do you have to do to get the next part? So I just feels like a waste of money at
0: times, depending. Yeah. On the- so the, the franchise tag, if you, if you don't know, is essentially the average of the, I think it's the top five players at that position, their average salary for the year. And it's just, it, there's no bonus. It's just all, you know, payable to the, uh to the player. So whatever the, the average top five receivers make is what chris godwin and alan robinson are going to make this year um and it it sounded like from what i read this weekend that alan robinson said he's not going to sign his tag with the bears so Oof. we'll see um
1: that's gonna be rough
0: yeah so we'll we'll see what happens there uh the giants uh tagged leonard williams broncos signed a underrated safety in justin simmons jets they're uh probably one of their only star players, Marcus may was tagged and bread and sheriff. As you mentioned, the Redskins guard was tagged. I think again, Um, if not first time I know it was rumored that he, they were going to uh, in the past. So I don't know, maybe it was the first time I have no idea. Ridiculous. So these guys can't be free agents. They are tied to their team for this year, but was pretty interesting too, is the players that weren't tagged and, are now, can now enter free agency. And we got uh, Lions not tagging Kenny Galladay, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Bud Dupree of the Steelers, Chris Carson and the Seahawks, Hunter Henry, the tight end for the Chargers, Matthew Judon and Yannick Ngakwe from the Ravens uh, are, are some that weren't tagged. And also Aaron Jones wasn't tagged by the Packers, but he ended up signing a deal, uh, four-year deal to stay in Green Bay and uh, Super Bowl hero Shaq Barrett was not tagged, but later signed with the Bucks. So anything pop out there from that list of non, uh, non-tagged non players?
1: I think Galladay ends up in the NFC East. Uh, I think Uh-oh. there's a couple of suitors with that uh, between the Giants, uh, the Eagles, um, and I, even the Redskins. I think he, or excuse me, Washington football team, or the team with no name um so i think he ends up in in one of those teams uh and i really think that he might actually end up with the giants uh he's like he to me like he's he's kind of like a giant wide receiver to me um juju smith schuster i i have no idea where he's gonna go i know he's not gonna be back with the steelers i'm not surprised that he's not back and well he's he's done i mean a lot of stupid things while he was there and it's because see juju if juju was had antonio brown's behavior this would be a bigger issue but being that juju is a lovable tiktok famous star people just kind of like don't even bat an eye at the dumb things that he's done in the locker room like go on live when you're in a locker room and recording mike tomlin Your coach yeah or dancing on the logo and causing controversy like there's things that he's done over and over again it's just like dude what are you doing like are you just trying to be famous and and keep your career like after football because your numbers have declined in football um also the tapes are also out of them so it's it also changes but i think juju goes to some west coast team i'm i'm thinking and i'm gonna say the arizona cardinals
0: Wow. okay i i think he'd be i you mentioned He doesn't have Antonio Brown's antics. He also doesn't have Antonio Brown's talent and that would probably have kept him in Pittsburgh. Uh, but you saw him his rookie year his sophomore year on the other side of Antonio Brown, just putting up huge numbers. And now that he was the number one guy and Deontay Johnson can't catch the football. Um, it was, he just was, wasn't as dynamic as he's shown to be previously. And I, I, I think he'd be great in like uh, like the 49ers kind of offense, that West Coast Kyle Shanahan offense. He's a he's a big, you know, you create, can create after the play kind of thing. I think he's going to be a Jet, and I don't like it. I, everything I've read is that they, they really like Juju. So I don't know how I feel about that, but the Jets need so much talent that, Sure, but I, you know, yeah, a, a team like the Cardinals, 49ers out there, um, you know, and maybe you 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 pair him with the DeAndre Hopkins. That's why I said maybe that because put his head on said. right, yeah, because yeah. of
1: what you said about the Antonio Brown thing. That's why I said yeah. him there. He's not a number one guy, he's already proven that now. He's not the number one guy, right. he's, a, he's a he would be a great number two, but he is not a number one. Number ones can do it on their own, even if they're double teamed um deandre has proven that many a times antonio brown has proven that many a time but he's not that person um uh bud dupree he can go anywhere he wants um because he's he's a phenomenal linebacker um so and he can play d-line as well so he's he can do whatever he wants go wherever he wants uh hunt uh hunter henry i, I don't i don't know where he goes i don't really care i could see him ended up on like uh like the Falcons or something like Patriot. that. You think he's gonna be a Patriot? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Um, Yannick Ngakwe. I hope he comes to the Eagles. Um, Matthew <laughs> Judon. Uh, I could see him Great going to like either. the the Washington Football Team. I could also see him going to um, uh, who who's uh, what you call the Rams. I could see him going to places like that that kind of have like already a solid like defense and he just like that kind of missing piece type thing um i see that happening uh happy for aaron jones i thought that was really really stupid when they didn't franchise tag him but i guess they already had that communication like we're gonna work them up no matter what um
0: i thought you know there was a lot of momentum of him going to miami or or somewhere else so and and historically the packers really don't sign free agents um which is wild. So, I don't I so get that. Keep but whatever. Keep that keep that young running back behind Aaron Aaron Rodgers and give him that talent. Yeah, I can you imagine don't... what Aaron Rodgers would do if, if... If Aaron Jones
1: left, if Aaron play. Jones would have been gone, I think Aaron Rodgers would have just came out every game and just like took a knee, like every, like you're taking every weapon away. It's like, if you don't want Aaron Rodgers to be there, just say, Hey, we just want to part ways because you're literally not doing anything for one of the greatest arm talents to ever grace a football field. You're not trying to help him. And when you had the opportunity, I still blame him for not running because he should have ran. Um, But I also blame the coach for taking the ball out of his hand when it's fourth down and you work so hard in the play to get to the yeah. playoffs to that point, And you take the ball away from the MVP of the season. Like it just makes no sense. Um, so I'm happy that he got one of his weapons or were able to retain one of his weapons. So that's good for him. Uh, Shaq Barrett for the bucks. Love that player. Love that young guy. Great. Glad the bucks did. They basically are trying to run it back because they brought back all the pieces they need to, including, tampa bay himself tom brady so yeah
0: you know and here's um i guess we could i was going to talk about something else but we could talk about tom real quick because here's a guy he signed like a extension to play till he's like 40 something 45 i don't know 647 but here's a guy taking less money like he did in new england so they can franchise tag Godwin. So they can sign Shaq Barrett. There's rumors they're gonna go after like someone like Odell Beckham or just have the capital to to get more talent on this team, right? And here's a guy who's got like a million Super Bowl rings and wants more and is going to take less money. And then you have other guys that are just demanding more money and or more control, which we've seen. And we agree with it for the most part, but it just shows that where Tom Brady's head's been at for the last 10, 15 years of his career, he just wants to win. Tom realizes that it's, if I can keep
1: this talent around me and not be selfish about it, I can actually win. And I think that's the problem with all of these quarterbacks is quarterbacks are divas. I don't care what team you're a fan of quarterbacks or divas because they're the one person on the team that can say, this is my team, right? They're the one person on the team that can say that because they're the face of the franchise. No matter if they, no matter, yes, the team has an offense defense and special teams, but the only person that everybody cares about is that quarterback. So every quarterback is getting Dak numbers now or or now trying to get up to Mahomes numbers and and Carson Wentz numbers, right? But that is binding your team from retaining the people that are going to actually help you win outside of the quarterback. And Tom's just in here like, "No, it's okay, cuz I'm going to get my cut somewhere else." and he always does. He gets his right. cut somewhere else. And guess what? You know how he gets his money? He gets to the Super Bowl, he gets all his incentives, playoff incentives, then he gets the Super Bowl incentives, his MVP in- incentives, and guess what? He makes all his money anyway. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're sitting over here with a quarterback that you're going to be that you're going to be paying 500 million dollars for the next 12 years and you're going to have to keep restructuring things to keep players on your team it's he's he's got the game on lock he, he really does it's super smart i wish a lot of people would do that and be like yo i don't need all this money yet let's work out certain incentives so if i do get this we get that like don't try to play me and take me out because i'm going to get it anyway but you know that type it's
0: of hard thing. it's hard because football these these contracts aren't guaranteed only the signing bonuses are so it's it's hard to say don't take that money um, no, I want them can, to get paid, yeah.
1: No, I want them, yeah, to get no, paid. of
0: course. It's uh, it's just a interesting dynamic because he's been doing this for so long. He did it in New England, and New England really just squandered the talent around him. Um, and it's just poor, you know, lack of free agency and just poor drafting by Bill Belichick has you know kind of probably led Tom to leave. I mean, that talent, even with him on it was that roster with him on it even was, was not nearly as talented as what he sees with the bucks. And you can make the argument that this bucks team that he's on now could, could go up against any of those Patriot teams. Um,
1: I have a question for you, cause you kind of just brought up something that I, and I know we're going to go to uh, this is a perfect segue to go to the next person that we want to talk about, but yeah. Um, do you think that they purposely weren't drafting people to get Tom out because Belichick was, listen, listen, because Belichick really wanted to keep Jimmy G porn star, Jimmy. And, uh, they let him walk and he didn't want him to walk. He wanted to take him over Tom. And ever since that point in time, they, their draft, look at their picks. Their picks have been absolutely nothing to compliment or, or to bring that up. So I, Really thinking about it, do you think that's because Belichick is a thinking person? He's super strategic about things. Do you think
0: that is something that ran across his head? I I don't think. I mean, you're both both sides are talking about legacy at this point. Bill Belichick, and he he has to be desperate to prove I can do this without the greatest quarterback of all time. So I can't imagine that he would tank his own team to get rid of a quarterback like he's he seems like he could be very petty and we've seen it we've seen it in press conferences we've seen you know other stories and whatnot but i i don't think he would screw around with his legacy like that to to get tom brady off his team i you know there's some real truth to the the jimmy g stuff and even you see now these rumors that he wants him back and stuff but I can't imagine that now. Get his name correct. It is Porn Star Jimmy. Porn Star Jimmy. Okay.
1: Right? Um. We can
0: but keep we dive can... next episode, but we're good right now. <laughs>
1: no, let's not, because we'll yeah. probably get canceled. Then people will really not listen to us unless, you know, that's the way we're going to go with our podcast, and that's a different story. Uh, but we can talk about one of one of my favorite players to ever grace a football field, but has been on a rapid decline, and he plays for this same team that we're talking about right now. And that would be Camathin, aka Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Yeah. So uh, my my brother Dame and myself, we we are diehard Cam Newton fans. So legit every year I will watch and I did uh I would watch my 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 team play and then I would watch Cam play wherever he was at. And then Cam had that shoulder injury, and then everything went downhill from that point in time. Um and then he signed with the Patriots and then he had COVID and then he had, he was coming back from the injury and he's had all these other things. And cam does not look like cam cam. First off, he always had a herky jerky motion anyway. Uh, but now it's just worse. Like it's just really bad now. And teams don't respect him throwing the ball down the field because it's not going more than 20 yards. Um, and most of the time he's going to run, but the Patriots, have brought him back on a one-year deal, which I think is probably the most shocking re-signing so far, um, or I say thus, yeah, thus far. Um, and I'm kind of curious what you think about this Cam Newton signing, especially because your team is in that division,
0: uh, but more so because you're a football fan. So Cam's deal is, goes out to about $14 million, but $8 million of it's guaranteed, and there's $6 million in incentives. And he, as you mentioned, yeah, he was not, he was not even close to old cam last year and he was playing pretty well before he got COVID and it was really tale of two seasons. You know, we've seen it affect each, each player, each person that has gotten it differently. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Who knows how much of that is, you know, where that actually lies. Right. With it, was he more tired than normal? Could, you know, Could he not focus? I'm not, you know, not sure. I'm not here to speculate that, but clearly a different, different quarterback. I think this is just kind of a, Hey, we need a quarterback, but let's try for once in the draft and actually try to secure quarterback. They pick 15th. looks like there's going to be four quarterbacks go in the first 10 picks or so um, with Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and uh, Trey Lance. Will Mac Jones from Alabama be there at 15 he's gotten some helium over the last couple months who knows if he'll be there but yeah i think this is just a holdover kind of situation too i think if the patriots are smart that's what they do with this contract and i think that's how they've positioned it
1: i think they go for jones um for sure if he is available uh at that time that they pick because that's like a i think you and i talked about this at i don't even know if we did but i everywhere there, that i've there, seen yeah. uh, everywhere i've seen is that everybody's saying like this is this is this is a patriot guy like he's he's like perfect for belichick's system so i'm curious he does have the arm um he's he's not the most mobile which which is crazy because belichick actually wants a mobile right quarterback which is why i don't know why they don't just bring back jacoby brissett but whatever um I'm just really curious to see what the Patriots do, because I I can speak for you uh, and I would speak (laughs) for myself and probably most people in the league. I don't think anybody outside of new England gives a damn if the Patriots are losing, because we watched them win for over a decade, um, almost two. Uh, So I don't think any of us really care (laughs) that the Patriots are suffering right now. I think we're all just sitting back and just kind of laughing and sulking and taking it in. So this is given the bills who seem to be the, uh, the face of that division. Now yeah. hopefully your team can uh, finally turn the corner. Um, Cause I actually would like to see the jets do something pretty good. Um, Cause I don't dislike the jets. Um, I would actually like to see them do something good, but I, I don't know, but I do like their new head coach Salah is, is going to be, I think he's going to be solid for you guys too. So,
0: yeah, I hope so uh, be, you know, cams, if cam was cam playing like the mvp self that he was and maybe you're even looking like was 2015 a fluke in a way just because his numbers just haven't been where he's you know anywhere close to that since but you know in that offense that's the type of player that josh mcdaniels has wanted to run this offense and that's been reported for a long time and just you saw it as i mentioned you saw at the beginning of last year but you haven't really seen it since so uh, Jones is not that quarterback but someone like man someone like Trey Lance or Justin Fields get him in that offense man that would oh be gosh that'd be wild Uh so I but guess for we'll the meantime the but for the meantime is Cam oh Cam is there a pairing here real quick that that you'd love to see like a free agent signing somewhere not on the Eagles no, I wouldn't
1: give you the Eagles. I have right. I have I don't even know who I want the Eagles to sign right now. Just to be honest. Um, I know I send Ngakwe because I just want defense because the Eagles is, defense is atrocious. Um, but um I want to see Odell out of the Browns. <laughs> I do. I really do want to see him out of the Browns because all the slander that he's getting. I want to see him like all the nonsense that people talked about him when he was with the Giants. Uh, he was still cooking people. Like, yes, he's a diva. Wide receivers are divas. We all know this. This is what it is. But he is one of the most talented wide receivers I've seen in my lifetime because he's so quick out of his cuts. He's so fast. He has hands. But he 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 is known to be a great teammate. Like, no teammates have ever talked bad about him. Like, they've they've said that he's done, you know, he needs to get out of his own way. But they've all talked him up pretty big. Um, and and that's that all that's all that matters to me. If you're an athlete, you understand like it doesn't matter what is said outside of the locker room, is what happens inside the locker room. And I think that that's what I really want to see for him. And I want to see him flourish because he is still one of the better talents in the league. And I think he has a chance. I don't want him to end up like uh Josh Gordon playing with Johnny Manziel in the uh the 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 fans uh yeah, whatever that football is. league. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is our next segment?
1: No, it is not. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I, I heard these rumors of Bud Dupree going to the Browns. Can you imagine him lined up opposite Miles Garrett for a second? Just think of that. That would be nasty. That would be so bad for any offense. It'd be bad for
1: the Steelers, and it would it would hurt to see their guy do that. But a lot of people do that just to scorn their old team. Like I'm going to go to that team and come back and bite you. And and it may happen, especially because they brought back. Uh, I'm not going to say the name that I want to say for him, but uh, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> it's
0: for the best. It's for yes, the best. it was really for the best on that one. <laughs> Speak. Uh, I guess we can move along. Speaking of saying things that you shouldn't or I can't even fathom is uh heat center. Miles Leonard was suspended this week and fine 50 grand for using anti-Semitic slur while streaming was he on twitch i you know was he he was playing video games i'm
1: assuming he was on twitch
0: yeah and uh he used a anti-Semitic slur that was caught you know on on the video and uh just complete you know i don't even know what to, to say after he he posted an apology later on instagram i promised to do better whatever um you want to say something and you're holding back. This should have been on. Do you care? But I do.
1: I'll just, yeah, it's okay. But I do care about this because I asked you over and over again to make sure that this was on here. So I'm going to start off with, uh, giving a shout out to, to Farkas that he said that the the podcast should be named this week. Mistakes were made because of miles (laughs) Leonard. Um, So I'm just telling you guys now that's the name of the podcast for this week. Uh, But um, Miles Leonard, first, for those that aren't privy of the gaming world, the gaming world is the most toxic place (laughs) in the entire world on social or on the Internet. Uh, outside of social media, because social media, you can get banned and stuff like that. If you ever have been in a party chat for Call of Duty for five minutes, actually, I'm gonna even dumb it down for you. For even one minute in a party chat, you will hear the most misogynistic, racist, uh, homophobic phrases that you've ever heard in your whole entire life. And it happens in one place and one place only in the game chat because people will call you out of your frame because they are what I deem as internet thugs. They will say whatever they feel like saying because they know you cannot ping their IP address. You can't pull up to their house and do all this stuff. So they'll say everything and anything that they possibly can say to you to irritate you and then move on. And it's all happens within a minute to two window as you're loading for your next game. And this is when it happens. Miles Leonard, Myers Leonard says this and then comes out with the excuse of I didn't know what the term means. Um, You went to college. uh, You graduated college. uh, You went to high school. I'm sure you learned about the Holocaust. Um, You haven't been living under the rock. And for a person that didn't want to take a knee because you said your brother's in the military and you didn't want to disrespect. You're a very educated person to understand what issues are, but you didn't know what that word means. See, my issue is, Sam, because I know you also want to say something. My issue is that I I played devil's advocate when Farkas and I were talking about this. So people put celebrities on this pedestal, right? And then when they make these mistakes, it's like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe they did this. They're humans just like us, right? they're going to make mistakes. There's Stupid is stupid. Stupid does not discriminate. Stupid is stupid. So you're going to do and say whatever you're going to say. And I'm sure if he said it in that chat, I'm sure he said it outside of that chat numerous times because you don't just randomly say a word in the chat and just say it. Right. So but also on the other end of this is why do these people that are celebrities get the opportunity to do this PR cleanup that is, hey, I'm sorry, I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna learn about this. I'm gonna get an education. And I and I get to move on. White, black, Hispanic, uh, Asian, whatever your nationality is, why do you get away and why do you get a pass for this? So I'm gonna ask you that question, Sam. Why do celebrities get a pass and be able to say, hey, I'm sorry, I wasn't educated on that. It it goes away for a couple months and then they're back to doing the same thing. Why, well, why is that?
0: I don't I don't know why it is. They have the platform to do so they have the people that depend on them, whether it's sponsors or fans or the team. And I mean, Myers Leonard is not, I think I said miles before, but Mm -hmm. it is Myers Leonard. Mm -hmm. I apologize, but um, I honestly don't care if I screw up his name. Uh, He's a thug. (laughs) So uh, I retract that, but I don't even know what I was going to say. Cause it, it really upsets me because like, as you mentioned, he's said it he's had to have said it before it's in his
1: vocabulary
0: yeah vernacular Mm -hmm. that this is something you know you don't just i don't know the last time i've even heard that word i mean i'm not i'm not um jewish faith i i don't you know so that word i i know how heavy that word is just speaking to a lot of friends that are could be impacted by that and i've had similar conversations with other friends of other nationalities and races. And I understand hateful rhetoric, you know, to the best that I can as a, just as a white male, but why was like, how is this word even queued up? And that's more of the problem. And as you mentioned, you know, the gaming world and these chat rooms are just vile places and that, that shouldn't be allowed either, but it is what it is and it's there and you have to you know hopefully he can use this platform this limited platform that he has because i don't really think anyone really cares what he has to say on any other day to kind of bring awareness to this um but you know i i wanted to put this on do you care but i think it was a much bigger topic
1: it is Uh, to to
0: do so you know to talk about and and not necessarily to dismiss but man i don't even know really where to to go next with it you know
1: i just i just think that it's uh because this just now like it it keeps happening in sports that people are saying these things like uh, i don't know if you are privy to the jeremy jeremy lynn situation when when a player called him coronavirus they now have figured out who who it was but the fact that you you are doing this stuff in 2021 and thinking that you're going to get away with it and then you're acting like you're you're a non-educated person that doesn't know what these terms mean and you're just saying it again if you're a celebrity and we're talking about athletes in this situation you've been through high school so again you you've had history so you had to learn about the Holocaust. so I'm sure you understood. Yes, they're not saying the exact terms there, but I'm sure you've had to do reports or read something about it and understand how impactful such words can be to certain communities. But you also went to college, which I know you got an education. So you had to be an educated person because you had to go to college to go there unless you went overseas and went straight to a pro league. But Myers Leonard did not do that. He went to college. He's an educated young man. But again, education still does not stop people from being discussing human beings and saying terms like this, I just think that I just think that we need to hold these people more accountable to the fact that. Um, <laughs> that you're able to just say this hey i'm sorry I didn't know what it means and then i'm just going to go do the right thing I don't say anything for two months. And then all of a sudden everybody forgets about it and
0: then we're good to go and we move on and I'm back to doing well, what I was it's doing. It's the news anyway. cycle. It's, it's on to the next, right? It's, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. nothing is too bad that it can't just be that it needs to be just harped on. And I mean, you see it in with politicians all the time. You see it with these kind of, you know, just exhausting celebrities that just continue to just throw stuff like stuff against the wall and the news we talk about it and you know the court of public opinion has their their weight on it and then uh you know on to the next so it's you know i don't know
1: (laughs) you do Um, but but i get it we don't we don't need to 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 go further into it because then this would be a whole nother type of podcast um and we're here for sports so
0: sam yeah no of course sam is it our favorite time it's time Go soon ahead. to be award-winning segment hey uh hey the uh the uh ncaa tournament bracket was announced a couple hours ago do you care absolutely absolutely oh, yes. because yeah, we didn't have, have it last year. year yeah i know it's we're we're right around the one year mark of the tourney being canceled of you know the olympics was postponed and you saw these leagues all shutting down and that's that's for another podcast um that deep dive but the number one seeds not to to get too deep into the tournament and all 68 teams but gonzaga baylor illinois michigan are all number one seeds and uh all the games and all the players will be in Indy the entire time so i got a few things here i'm going to give
1: you my picks on out of these top four who I think are actually because I think it is going to end up out of these top four teams in the final two and my final two picks are Baylor and I'm hoping they're not in the same bracket as Michigan but I think it's Baylor and Michigan if they're if they're not in the same bracket Gonzaga is the number one overall but here's why I'd never pick Gonzaga because Gonzaga normally has a solid team They've been one seeds over and over and over again. Not overall. They've been overall before, but they've been one seeds of their, their, um what is their, I can't talk about it. Their, their section or their their part of the bracket. Right. But they always falter in the tourney. So I don't have faith in Gonzaga, even though they always have talent come from there. I still don't think it's going to do, but I am not a Michigan fan at all, but I am a Jawan Howard fan. And I'm super happy this has come full circle for him because he now is he's now in a one seed again. And the last time he had anything to do with a one seed, he was on the Fab Five. So I just thought that was a really, really cool, that's cool. story. Yeah, that's cool. And did hear for that. that to happen. Um and, and see that like that. So I'm I'm really, really happy for him uh and see how that turns turns around. Uh <laughs> I thought that whole Patrick Ewan thing was interesting too for Georgetown and the Knicks shouting him out as you pointed out after all that happened earlier in the week but uh I think this is uh I'm just really happy to sit down and see I'm happy to see Maris women for for the attorney for them I'm happy to see that they're going to be in an the, attorney the uh yeah I'm I, I'm ecstatic
0: your your college is in it too right I was correctly. just going to say, can we give a shout out to the mm-hmm. University of Hartford mm-hmm. men's team mm-hmm. for the first time ever making the tournament? They won the America East uh, Conference yesterday, and uh, that was really cool. Our our women's team has made it several times, and yes. we had uh, Jen Rosati as our coach, uh, UConn, famous UConn point guard for a number of years, and that team's uh, made it several times. But to see the men's team finally finally make the tournament, even though they're 16 seed uh it was that's really cool moment so yeah it it should be fun there's some that this i haven't watched as much college basketball this year as i usually have um and there's a lot of factors for that but there's i feel like and correct me if i'm wrong and you just i guess you just said it but the the number one seeds are really strong this year they are yeah from you know from what i've seen i haven't seen them all play but just from what i've read and Seeing it could it could be uh could be a great um tournament it'd be something if all four of them ended up in the final four but let me just tell you how crazy of
1: a season this is now mind you like you sam this year i haven't really paid attention to it and normally i pay attention uh wholeheartedly uh to what the tar heels are doing um and then Seeing what Duke does because of of the rivalry, but this is the first time, and I don't know how long that I haven't seen either of these teams ranked, um, and that blows my yeah. mind that neither yeah. Duke or North Carolina, two of the powerhouses in college basketball, are not ranked. Uh, I'm sure they're both going to make the tournament, but. them not being ranked blew my mind in general um seeing how uh teams like like i don't think illinois has been a one seed since uh darren williams was there uh to see them up into that point was was wild uh to me um but yeah i i I just think that this year is going to be uh pretty interesting to see and i'm just really 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 uh ecstatic to do and kind of fill out a bracket this year. Are you gonna fill out one? Yeah, you know
0: what? I think we should fill one out and we'll uh you know, we'll we can create a pool or something on, on CBS Sports and we can do like a chasing points uh bracket challenge or something like that. Perfect that would so be cool. We'll post that. We'll we'll get that together. It's also perfect it. to see that my picks are also in
1: opposite regions, so that is great. So they can be at the end like I think
0: they will be. There you go. University of Hartford going to take down number one Baylor. Woo. Now, I'm going to need yeah. you to come back from the drugs that you're taking. I'm kidding, man. Um, I'm kidding. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, Good luck,
0: Yuha. We'll see. Uh, yeah, no, it should be, uh, should be fun,
1: man. You um, should just tell them not to to pack any. Don't tell them don't bring any bags because
0: they're going home as soon as they get there. Wow. I'm just, just tell telling did you they are. So you know how like the Ivy League didn't play basketball this year, but did mm-hmm. you hear that? Um four teams that didn't make it Louisville, Colorado state, St. Louis, and Mississippi, they've been put on standby. They could find their way into the bracket. If a team in the field notifies the NCAA by Tuesday night that they withdraw because of health concerns. So if a team pulls out, they can opponent, go in they're, Yeah, They're shoeing <laughs> its opponent will advance via what is essentially a forfeit and any of those teams, Louisville, Colorado—I, I, I'm sure they're broken up by region, but um, that's that's crazy, man. That's COVID times we're living in. Man, I shaking your head over there. I'm
1: shaking my head because I'm so over COVID. I'm so well, over everything when it when it comes to this. Like I just just want this. I'm very very happy that we're actually able to get this this year. So I'm very fortunate for that, or thankful for that, I should say. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm just, I'm just done with this. Like I just want some type of normalcy where these people don't have to worry about, you know, am I going to get a virus that is potentially uh, life-taking and I just want to play basketball. Uh, I do want to say, look out for the point guard from Alabama. He's from jelly fam. If you don't know what jelly fam is, look them up. Uh, These young, young men are pretty, pretty phenomenal, but look up the point guard from Alabama and I'm telling you right now he is going to shock some people in this tourney. I'm just saying it now
0: too. That's my guy. All right. So that was our bracket update. Uh anything uh anything else before we we hop out?
1: Uh shout out to the NBA for letting people uh, uh start to come to games again. Um I could have bought a ticket last week to go see the Nets and Celtics game. I think if I heard correctly that in your ticket price is a COVID test. Uh, so oh, really? I think I think they test you like a rapid test while you're there um, before you go in, uh, which is interesting. Um, but I, I I do shout them out. It's a limited capacity, of course, but I saw everybody wearing their, their mask. I thought that was a, a, a great thing to see. I'm also looking forward to see. Blake Griffin actually touched the court uh, for uh, the Nets. I'm hoping it is against your Knicks. The Are they the fourth place Knicks now? Because I know they're, I think, I think they 500, might. 500, baby. Well, they, they look really, really good. Um, I'm kind of curious to see. I think the Knicks still need to stop being stagnant though. And they need to make, they need to pull the trigger and get Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, they need to get big cat and just, just have them there. Right.
0: Um, you know, I heard them say, you know, RJ is untouchable. As you should be. Julius Randle, who, you know, I don't think they're going to do anything with that now. They're the seven seed. They're one game over 500, but the Hornets are, you know, one game over. So are the Celtics and the Heat are in fourth place. They're two games over um, 500. So they're right. They're right there. We'll see what kind of big moves they can make, but. Yeah, I don't, no, tips, I don't see why they don't team playing.
1: I don't see why they don't try to go for Carl Anthony Towns. The Timberwolves are last place. Like, <laughs> get rid of him. You're you're not going anywhere. You've tried to make it work with him there. It's just not going to work. You bought in D-Low. That's not helping the situation. Like you, the Timberwolves are just an abomination of a team. Wow, like they they're should, the worst team in the league. Yeah, I didn't they, even notice. Yeah, they should Eight just. They should just put move them to. Uh, Seattle and just give them the second basketball team in Seattle because I'm not going to disrespect the women's basketball team and have uh, my girl Stewie come at my neck. um so yeah, that that's that mm-hmm. yeah, don't need Stewie coming at my neck yeah um yeah. So they will be have a they'll have a men's is, basketball team. They already have a women's, but they'll have a men's basketball team. Is, back is that
0: even a rumor, Carl Anthony Towns to the Knicks? Yeah, or is that just
1: something you want to see? No, it's it's a, it's been talked about. It's been talked about. Just like uh, Zach Levine has also been talked about, but the Bulls aren't going to part ways with an all star. Not right
0: now. It's yeah. just not going to happen like
1: Yeah, Like maybe in the offseason.
0: About, yeah, talk about a player that's just completely. I mean, the Bulls are. I guess they're in it. They're four games under five hundred, but just a player that's just transformed from just being in the dunk contest and being this pretty one dimensional player. He's, you know, shooting threes. He's, he's stretching the floor. He's, he's still got the dunks and the the highlight plays, but he's really taken over the offense for sure. Kobe white too. Like that backcourt's pretty fun to watch. I bet the Timberwolves wish they kept him. I bet you that. Um, But
1: I don't think he would have flourished there. Like he is now in Chicago. And like you said, it took a little bit though. It did, but, but it but it takes I think that's with any sport. Like some player sometimes a player just needs a change of scenery. Right, let's let's use for example, um uh Gio Arshela. For, for okay. the Yankees. Yeah, because third baseman. Yep. Gio was a phenomenal uh, defensive uh, player. He's phenomenal in the field, but he didn't have that offense. And then he came to New York. Now, yes, the porch is shorter. We understand that in Yankee Stadium, the porch is shorter. For those that don't like the Yankees, I get it. I understand. But he still showed that power outside of Yankee Stadium and showed his offenses, his offensive prowess uh, to, to, to actually – he's upgraded himself at that point in time let's let's see another pay player dj LeMahieu. uh i just knew him for defense
0: he won a title in Colorado.
1: oh i know i know he could hit i know he can hit but it's elevated now that he's even with the yankees like it's he's now was the one of the most sought after players his offseason right um i'm trying to think of of who else uh that left i mean we can go on and on and on you get the point but there's I just think sometimes players need a change of scenery to actually flourish and become who they really can be. And it's also the systems. Not every system is for every player. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, um, what's going to happen in the second half of basketball. But I'm happy that's back. And now we can kind of focus on who's going to be in the finals for real.
0: Has your finals pick changed at all? Not at (laughs) all.
1: Not at all. I didn't think it would. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, what? Anything you looking forward to, Sam? Before we get out?
0: No. <laughs> I mean, <it's laughs> be a free. I mean, our NFL free agency, and tomorrow will be interesting. Or you know, when you're hearing this, will be Monday. So today will be interesting. It's the uh, tamper. I guess it. You know, tamper uh, isn't tampering isn't a thing. So teams can talk to players and whatnot and they can officially sign on tuesday when the league year starts so that'll be interesting to see all the rumors and stuff like that and uh you know teams solidifying these positions be interesting to see what goes on there and if any of these you know anything we talked about today actually happens any of these players sign Mm -hmm. so definitely what i'm looking forward to this week
1: i'm also intrigued by that i just can't wait to see Who's going where? What's going to happen? What trades are going to come about? So yeah, I just also think they need to do away with the stupid tampering thing. Yeah, you you know that they're still going to talk to people anyway. They're already talking. They've been talking for weeks, man. Exactly. There's no way you're going to keep track of it unless somebody really wants to leak it and just be a jerk about it.
0: I'm also trying to think what the Knicks would have to give up to get carl Anthony Towns. (laughs) It would be a lot, man. I had to give up Mitchell Robinson for him. Yeah, but I think he's a free agent at the end of the year
1: yeah that's why you do it now. or you'd have to
0: give up rj i don't know how rj
1: is going to no. fit in that team with Hell all those no.
0: guards no. though. they don't give up
1: they don't get rid of rj is
0: off limits he doesn't go anywhere yeah but i i don't think think of that team anthony edwards uh, uh russell like how's that team you're gonna work with another guard Three, three-way way trade down, so. i don't know because yeah frank, if i was the knicks i'd find a way to put
1: frank in there frank yeah. i'd find a way to put uh you probably have Which to get uh, quickly get rid of quickly. I'd get Unf- rid of I want yeah. I'd get rid of Knox. Yeah. I get rid of Knox. And I get rid of Mitchell Robinson. Like, yes, Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson is a, is a piece of all of our wealth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I you definitely probably have to throw a one in there too. Um, or even or a two. But I, I think I think the Mitchell Robinson being that he's been, you know, he's kind of like a sought after big man, I'd do that. Um and get rid of him if i was next but yeah carl anthony towns i would take him over he needs to change the scenery like right now yeah so i think that would be perfect
0: for him i you know i thought the d'angelo russell um signing would or trade would would revive him a little bit and revive that team but clearly they're they're headed towards the lottery again and the number one pick and uh, that's a mess man It's a super mess, but we'll see, I guess. And that was your Minnesota Timberwolves talk. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Anything else? I think we're good. Uh, You know, uh, thank you to everyone that's been listening and, and following us on social media at Chasing Points Podcast on Instagram. And wherever you listen to Chasing Points Podcast, we appreciate it. And please keep giving us those up those reviews on Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast for Brandon. I am Sam. Thank you for listening to chasing points podcast. We will be back next week. And uh, till then peace. Remember
1: before you plug something in an outlet, dry your hands, make sure they're not wet. That's how people die. Goodbye people. <laughs> <laughs>